Hello and welcome to another episode of the Tip Balls Podcast. I am your host, Sam Randasso, and I am joined today by my two rather frigid co-hosts. To my right, it is the one and only Uncle Sam. Why me? And behind <laughs> the computer, peeling his own banana, it is Bruce, the tugboat Venditti. What's up? Well, we had a Thursday night matchup last night between the Titans and the Packers in which Derrick Henry ran for a un-Derrick Henry-like average, but somehow managed to have a Derrick Henry fantasy night because he threw a touchdown pass. But we might see a little change coming because the offensive coordinator for the Tennessee Titans was arrested last night (laughs) after getting off of the plane, driving home, doing 90 and a 70, and getting a DUI. That fucking sucks. Getting off the plane. Getting off the plane, which and plot funny, twist because they were talking about how good he was as an offensive coordinator yeah. all game long. <laughs> that was a great game he called. He called, he called a, great a great game. game. Listen, highlight of the game, hands down, was the Tannehill confusion. Derrick Henry up the middle dive for the first down. Well, I, I that was what? nasty. You know what? He called a great game yesterday and and obviously deserved to celebrate. Celebrate a little too hard on the team plane there. The problem is uh, you're not supposed to celebrate on the team plane. Yeah, so the NFL is currently investigating the situation because there are some rules about... Yeah, they'd like to know how the fuck did he get pickled having alcohol on the team plane, which... Right. Unless he had to fit the vodka inside the car and slam that fucker on his way home. Maybe. Maybe. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what comes of that. Obviously, if there was some sort of wrongdoing on the Titans' part, you could see some draft picks lost. Listen, I could understand if he was on Jim Irsay's plane to get off there pickled. Oh, I bet you Jim Irsay's plane's got liquor by the caseload on it. But uh, either way, um, some highlights from that game. You really think Jim Irsay doesn't drink on his plane? Oh, Jesus. They all I, if Jim they Ur- all If do. the walls of Jim Irsay's plane could talk, I'm sure there would be Listen, many documentaries about it. You don't it. think they weren't drinking on Minnesota's plane when Kirk, Cous- Kirk Cousins was dripped out and bling and they were all having a ball you don't think the commanders were drinking on their plane when they beat the 8-0 philadelphia eagles i guess your question left him a little bit puzzled uh but let's talk about some highlights from last night's game uh rookie receiver christian watson uh it was a pretty nice performance out of him four receptions 48 yards two of those receptions were touchdowns uh, Aaron Rodgers, though, I mean, I, I, it wasn't pretty for him last night. Uh, it looked like Sammy Watkins did, <laughs> forgot how to run a route. Well, I don't know. Here's and the not thing. just once, twice. I don't know if Sammy Watkins forgot how to ran, run a route or I didn't think Aaron Rodgers missed that badly. That's what I'm starting I, to, to think. To me, it looks like Sammy Watkins game. was literally jogging through his route and didn't even go for the ball. Well, it, the one it looked like he did not know the ball was coming to him at all. The one was so far gone from him, and then I mean, he missed Watson over the middle, wide open one time for a nice chunk of yards. Uh, you know, the other thing, Alan, yeah, that one looked like he ran the wrong route. Though. Yeah, he should have cut it out and he cut it in. Ellen Lazard, I mean. He only had five receptions on 11 targets, and at least three of those were easy drops. Uh, well, he did add a couple that were behind him that he dropped that I don't I – don't, 
blame him. That, there that, was one pass. Clearly Rodgers. There was, it was a fourth down play, and he clearly threw fucking behind him. There was one pass where Rodgers just missed Watson long wide open down the field. There was another to Lazard on the sideline that he just missed. Lazard dropped at least two easy well, catches. I think what hurt the Packers in that second half was they went to do their little patented screenplay with Aaron Jones, and it got fucking blown up. It happened twice. I think that kept them away from calling these little swing to him, being able to drop that ball out to him because they had a guy on Aaron Jones. Every time Aaron Jones would slip out of the backfield, there was somebody on him. Yeah, that's because, And that took it took his little safety blanket away. because every team knows great, that great he's the only threat. Great defensive call there. He's the only threat on that team. Well, I don't know about great that. Great defensive man. call. They're, what do you mean you don't know about that? Aaron Rodgers, I mean, he did not look like himself at the end of that game. No, Aaron Rodgers did not look like, like himself at the end of that game. I'll agree with you. Because they could have came back. And but I'll say this. Slowly, this Packers receiving core, now that Watson's healthy and involved, Lazard is healthy, and if he can hold on to the ball. Uh, Randall Cobb showed – I mean, he had six receptions for 73 yards, the ghost of. Um, he's showing that he can still be somewhat productive. This receiving core is not as pitiful as no. we thought it was going to be. I will say that. Number two, they need offense, to get back to running the football. Their offensive line's not getting the job done for Aaron Jones. Aaron that's, Jones, 12 rushes, true. 40 yards, and a fumble. I mean, he didn't look like himself. Rodgers didn't look like himself. And the offensive line could not stand up to the Titans' pass rush. I mean, it yeah. was there was somebody in the backfield every time. And I will give Aaron Rodgers a benefit of the doubt here. He was running for his life. He Listen, was all the one. receivers, if you watch this game, especially in the second half, they were single coverage. Yeah. There was no coverage being rolled to them. Nope. No, single Lazard coverage. was in single coverage. The the pass that he missed Watson. Watson yeah. had his guy beat by single five coverage. yards. And it was single all coverage. single coverage. Who, who yep. was it on the Titans D that took that the flop? Oh the ankle uh, flop. And Aaron Rodgers came over and started laughing like, wow, that's, tart, that's, tart. that's good. Tear tart. Good. That, did you see that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers I mean, wasn't even Rogers was he, was getting, ta- he was talking shit to yeah. uh, Mike Vrabel. Yeah. Because yeah. Rodgers was getting into his rhythm. Yes. And they were doing that hurry up. And, I mean, it was, you know, 10, 15 seconds in between plays. And he was going to wear that defense out. And my man did pull a flop job. He started to jog uh, off. He wasn't yeah, the only but, one. They but did, did that see, a couple of times. Yeah, did you see Aaron Rodgers come Simmons over? did it once, I believe. Yep. And then. Um, did you see Aaron Rodgers walk up to him, though? When he was like, t- when he was on the ground, and Mike Vrabel was over there. And he was standing there. Oh, yeah. And they showed Aaron Rodgers. And he was just smiling. He was just He's laughing. just thinking, that's good. That's good. Come on. But. You know it. Uh, let's talk about Ryan Tannehill because realistically, he had a great game. He had this best game of the year last night. Uh, he was 22 of 27. Uh, that's an 82 percent completion career, percentage. I, I agree with that. 333 yards, two touchdowns. He did throw one pick. That was a great play uh, defensively for Green Bay. He was sacked three times for a QBR of 127. Um, that was Tannehill's best game that I've seen from him in recent memory that I can remember at least. Uh, and they're clearly a better team with him. I mean, come on. Yes, absolutely. That Malik Willis shit, dude, when they were dropping those games. But let's, I mean, he's not perfect. Let's but. be real about this. Ryan Tannehill has one or two of those games every year that make you buy back in. And you're like, oh, you know, maybe he's not as putrid as we think he is. Right. And then so what happens is Derrick Henry's an absolute man child. She wasn't last night. But for the rest of the year, Actually, I'm sure he was. That defense was that good. Listen, they gave him the ball 30 times, and he, yes. They had nine guys in the box trying to stop him. He was not. That's why they, that's why they threw 300 fucking yards on him. 
because there was nine guys in the box. It wasn't your typical Derrick Henry night. Yeah. Okay. They had their corners playing up on the fucking line of scrimmage. He had that. He had that one screen pass that was what? No, but what I was. He threw a touchdown pass as well. What I'm trying to tell you is this: the secondary was playing on the fucking line of scrimmage. Oh yeah. To stop the run. And they did a good job they did, of They that. did a good well, job. For the most part, they did. They got smoked on that a couple of times, too. Yes, they did. They got smoked. Well, that's they actually happened. got an interception off a fake to Derrick Henry right, uh, that Rasul Douglas, he dropped back. He started sprinting back. You're not talking into the microphone. Stepped into the fucking lane Still and picked it off. <laughs> uh, I- I'll say yeah, this. I'm loud much. enough. You don't have to worry about that ever. The problem well, here is... True. Sometimes you're quiet. Shut up. The problem here is <laughs> we've seen this exact same picture before, right? I mean, we saw it last year. Well, I, I, I think you can throw the dirt on, on the Green Bay Packers. I disagree with right that. Now. I, disagree. I think you can. I'm not. Throw I'm the not dirt on one-dimensional. Because we've seen Tennessee do this over and over where they win 13 or 14 games in a season yeah. and they get a very high playoff seating and they get into the playoffs and right. everybody knows what they're about. Everybody uh, figures here, out by then how to play. Here's them. the issue here. Going forward, how many weeks are left? Well, we're in week 11, so. We're in week 11. There's se- seven weeks left? Yes. Well, seven six weeks left, two, okay? Yes. How, about, how big is that lead now for uh, oh, Minnesota? Oh, they're in the playoffs. I Thank mean, you. How big is that lead? Yeah, but uh, right now, well, it's the road to the playoffs. Tennessee's so, in the AFC. So Tennessee, right. do after we're not talking about Tennessee. We're talking about Minnesota or Green Bay. Minnesota oh. has a commanding five-game Green lead Bay right is now. four and seven, okay? Right. Green Bay is four and seven. But realistically, that doesn't put them complete. And, and they lost to Minnesota. But the teams in front of them for a wild-card spot are Arizona, Atlanta, and Washington. Okay. So that's why I'm not ready to completely shut the door on them yet. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We're, we're getting... It doesn't get any easier. They got to go to Philadelphia this week. Well, you want to know something? We're going to talk more about Philadelphia later, but I, I think I was right about a couple of things with Philadelphia. Oh, here we go. But we, we'll uh, get you, to that. Okay. You, you hate Philadelphia, I know. But either way, either way, whether or not I hate or love the Philadelphia Eagles – uh, Green Bay, Green Bay did kind of shit the bed last night. Right, I, I'll give them that. Okay, but it was a good game. Of Tennessee, half, for the record, will go. They'll probably win thirteen games. Okay, and then they'll be in the playoffs as a two seed, and then they'll get absolutely smacked in the face get week one, because that's what happens every year. It happens every single year. Because Ryan Tannehill doesn't step up in big games because he's not that great of a quarterback. And if you stop Derrick Henry and you play, ha- you have halfway decent secondary coverage, you're going to fucking beat him. So I'm not sold on Tennessee, but I'm not giving up on Green Bay. Uh, let's get into this weekend's matchups. Oh, before we do that, let's do a little bit of news. Uh, Lamar Jackson did not practice today and is questionable for Sunday's game due to illness. That will be one, two, monitor heavily because that has a ton of fantasy implications there to say the absolute least uh uncle sam would know that because without lamar jackson his team will be lucky to see triple digits uh and the bills and browns game that was supposed to be played in buffalo on sunday has been moved to detroit it was it is currently supposed to be sunday at one o'clock 
problem here is it could get moved to Monday due to the fact that the Bills don't know when they can get their team playing out. And if you've seen any pictures today from Buffalo, it's pretty understandable as to why they don't know when that's going to happen. It happens there every year. They are completely. Uh, I don't know why they're making a big deal out of this. It happens every year there. Snowed in. Uh, Other than that, let's get into this weekend's games. Uh, Uh, Let's start out with the. Oh, go ahead. Nadamakon Sue. Oh, Sue signed with Philadelphia. Correct. Most likely because what's his name hit IR. Jordan Davis. Yeah. And they they did after they got popped by Washington the way they did, where they just ran the ball down their throat fifty times, they needed a little bit of assistance there. But they again, also signed Lin, Linville Joseph earlier in the week. Yeah, I saw that one as well. So those two veteran defensive tackles that Correct. that immediately sure up that two D-line. big yeah. veteran defensive tackles that you can't run on. Seven hundred pounds of man right there. Uh, we should have Bruce still hopeful. Um, no, it's because like you could go make a smart decision and you know bring him back, but no, no. Yeah. No. Guess what? He wouldn't come they, back here. They don't have the team or the fucking money. Well, they got the money to give to him, but they don't have the team. Yeah. And he's not going to waste his fucking time. Good players take coming cuts. coming here to a five win team. Tom he's not going to waste his time, dude. He wants to win a fucking Super Bowl, like he already did. Um, let's talk about this weekend's matchups. First up, we have the three and seven Bears going to Atlanta to play the four and six Falcons. The Falcons are a three-point favorite in this one, which actually kind of surprised me a little bit. And the over-under in this game is 40 and one half, 49 and one half points. Um realistically, this is gonna be about Justin Fields. I mean, this is what this game's really gonna come down to. Uh, you know, I think the Bears. Defense doesn't match up as well against Atlanta's offense as we have seen recently for the Falcons. Um, Carolina actually matched up with them very good. It was actually funny to watch, but they did match up with them, I'd say, better than the Chargers did the week before. Falcons have lost two straight, and I don't know if this is really going to be the bounce-back week for them. I don't know if they're going to right the ship here. I don't know if their defense has an answer for Justin Fields. Khalil Herbert went on IR for the Bears, so it's going to be the David Montgomery show. I think that's a pretty big loss from their backfield. At the same token, Justin Fields is is RB1 for this team. So I I don't know what to really make of it. Uh, Their receiving core has emerged a little bit, I would say. You know, Darnell Mooney's not awful. Uh, the other St. Brown, the Chicago St. Brown, Equiminius, is not awful. But this game is a really tough one for me to call. What do you think? I don't know. It's hard to say. I, I don't I don't like the 49 and a half. No, I don't either. I I, it's I'm for sure going to pound I, an under on this. But I, No, I, I'm not talking about under. I got a feeling this game could be a fucking shootout. You think this is going to be a 60-point? I, I got a feeling this could be a shootout. <sighs> Look what they did with the Lions. And I would say Atlanta's comparable with the Lions. Ooh. And I think it could be a shootout. I really do. 31, 30, 32, 35, yeah, 29, like 49. Those are like Chicago's that. last three. And you know well, what? I'm going go to go the over on this point. game. I'm going to go the over. And uh, I want to take the Bears on this. But I don't like giving up that three. Well, no, the Falcons are giving up three. 
Oh, it's the Falcons. Falcons are a three-point favorite here. I'm, I'm going to take the Falcons in the three points. You're going to take the Falcons in the three minus points. three. Well, that's what I said. I don't like giving up to three. I'm going to take the Falcons to win. Uh, and you're going to hit the over. I'm going to take the Bears over. to win. I'm going to take the Bears to cover and win. Uh, I think that I've been convinced to take the over in this game after seeing the Bears last three. Uh, it's They've all been 60-point games. Um, the Falcons, the only thing that worries me about this game is that the Falcons haven't really been that explosive as Yeah, but here, here's the thing. Uh, I, I don't think that, that Chicago has had a team that can run the ball on them. Good. Yeah. You know what? You got to get over this. You got to get over this donkey boner you got for Cordero Patterson. Because I'm not juke. talking about Cordell Patterson. They have a three-headed monster over there that these guys are fucking productive. I'm telling you. Yeah, he's got a point. Because they got a three-headed think monster. About it, Chicago with Patterson, is Utley, the other cat, Algier. These guys can all run the football, and they they are not scared about doing it. I like I like them doing that. Listen, these two teams last are last very week. Similar. Last week, this yeah. three-headed monster against the Carolina Panthers ran for 77 right. yards. Well, here's Combined. the thing. Carolina Panthers, I actually think their defense is pretty damn good. I like them better than Chicago's defense at this point. Against the decimated Chargers rushing core, well, they had a decent game against the Chargers. Okay. I'll give them that. They're in for 175 okay. yards. I'm so, ATL, baby. And still lost. I'm going to take the Bears in that game. That, that's, that, has, that has all of the makings for Justin Fields. Okay. Uh, 30 point game right there. And I think it'll happen. Next up, we come to Detroit to not talk about the Lions. Thankfully, the Browns are coming to town to face the Bills. Bullshit. Due to Snow Mageddon. The Bills are seven and a half point favorites. The over under in this game is 49 and a half points as well. And I know Bruce has a lot to say here. So go ahead and do it. Say what? What do you want me to say? That Sheila Hamp offered up our stadium to the Bills, who will be here less than four days later after the game? Uh, there's a reason for that. For what? For that. For what? So that our team has oh, to go so, away oh, and play no, in a so cold Buffalo, outdoor Buffalo stadium can, and then Buffalo we can come can. back here. You don't let me finish, asshole? Buffalo, if they were playing in Buffalo, they'd be handed a loss, another loss, and they'd be out of it. Oh, so, so you're agreeing with me. What I'm saying is this. Them playing in Detroit is going to give them the advantage over Cleveland. Absolutely. Oh, 1,000%. And not only that, they can stay here, sleep in for a week, sleep in for a week, and be nice and rested for that Thanksgiving Day game when they put the hammer fucking Go back into the same stadium that they beat the Browns in. Yep. Thanks, Sheila. I I have absolutely no problem with the Bills playing here. I I don't care that they play here at all. It's the biggest game I I didn't care that the Minnesota Vikings played here when their roof caved in. Okay. The Bills aren't. Fucking undefeated. Okay, Lions are clearly the. You, you want to you want to know what's up. you want to know next what the killer part is right now? Buffalo, if they split the next two weeks, dude, they're done. You throw some dirt on them. Okay. I truly if they believe split that. with who? The Browns and the Lions. If they Hold fucking on. lose to the Lions or the Browns, you could start throwing some dirt their right. way. I just think it's bullshit that the Lions this week have to go to New York, play outside. They're supposed to. And There's then, not six feet of snow in New York City. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Our home field is given tossed up to the opponent so that they're playing less than four days after. You, you know what? Care. Hey, you want to know what? Yeah, you care? That's maybe for the city, dude. Maybe if Nick Chubb, the actually, city, yes. What the fact that all the volunteer workers who don't make fucking shit from the Ford family have to go on 
Monday and then come back Thursday. People that have jobs do those things, Bruce. These people make they don't make anything because the poor do family know? doesn't fucking give them anything. Do they're all volunteers. They're, in, they're not the only thing they make is yes, they are. The only thing they make is tips, and those are the people at the counters. Everyone else in the stadium is all volunteer. Dudes who walk around with uh, they get paid the vendors. For that. They get, they paid get tips. For that. No, they don't. Yes, they, they only do. get tips. There, there's, there's a fucking uh, organization that hires these people. They get paid for that. Are we really talking about who who sells the I fucking don't give popcorn? A fuck who's selling me popcorn? I mean, I do. give a fuck. I do. You're too drunk. I don't want, to notice I don't anyway. want some fucking machine to do it. I'd rather anyway. tip three dollars to the person who's standing anyway. There. Nobody David. really gives a fuck that they're here. Okay. I think God a lot of people you. do. A lot of people do. Like who? And why? Because, because why the Bills the get fuck to play a does game? Josh Allen get to come here and play two games? This is our home field. Fuck that. This is just another way for the NFL to fuck us. Do you really think... Hold on. So you think that because Josh Allen... They already the- gave us the Bills on Thanksgiving. That's, a, that's enough to fucking deal <laughs> no, with, let okay. alone already. Hold on. So you think that due to the fact that Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills, quite possibly the most talented roster in the NFL, get to play an extra game at Ford Field, it gives them some sort of mythical advantage? Guess what? You were going to get bent over and gaped by the Bills on Thanksgiving, whether the Bills played here, whether the Bills played in Buffalo, I see, I don't think or that's whether necessarily the Bills played true. in Timbuk motherfucking two. I don't think that the Bills are going to run over the fucking lines. They're going to win. I, I, you know what? Something tells me that they're going to drop one of these next two games, the Bills. Okay, but let's talk about this week. We're getting too far off. Fuck. Okay. Um, the Bills are better. Se- You're right. I just fucking we'll basically be, we'll, agreed we'll with be, you, Yes, dumbass. I know, but we'll be, ta- we'll be agreeing more on Monday's episode when oh. we talk about this. If they win again. Listen to me. Uh, anyway. The Bills are seven and a half point favorite. Beat the Giants. The over-under is a 49 and a half. Jacoby Brissett um, is awful at football. I'm, I'm willing to admit that. Um, Amari Cooper has been quiet. Donovan Peoples Jones is the only real weapon who's emerged okay. as of late. Uh, Nick Chubb has had two down games in a row. And I think the Browns are essentially packing it in until Deshaun Watson is ready to play. Amari Cooper on a year has 42 catches, 585 yards and five touchdowns. I'd say that's pretty goddamn good. Listen to me. What? And that's with fucking. Uh, you want you want it? You want to know whose numbers are very similar to his? How many yards does he have? Uh, almost six hundred. Okay, and how many touchdowns? Five. Hmm. Gabe Davis, the number two receiver for the Bills, five forty four and five. Listen, the only way the Browns win this so, game I mean, is if they um, hand Nick Chubb the ball fucking thirty times. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, it, the it, Buffalo it Bills also won't. don't have a running back that's got almost a thousand yards rushing. Uh, and guess what? He's not gonna. He's not gonna be able to. You of all people should know that the that Nick Chubb is not going to go off for one seventy and two tuds against the Bills defense. Oh, you're gonna say I hope he doesn't go off for one seventy and two tuds. Why? I I, I you never know. You but never he's know. not. Every team is different. No, no, no. Let's, every but, every team. Every week. You is are different. right. You are right. Every and HR puffing stuff for the fucking Houston. You're right. Fucking Eno Benjamin for the Houston Texans could go off for 210 yards and four touchdowns this week. But is I, he going I don't to? think that'll happen no. because he's not a starter. Okay. It's not going to happen. Nick and, Chubb is the starter. Nick, listen to me. Nick, Nick Chubb, if he's right in his mind, is, is unstoppable. What happened last week against fucking Miami? How many carries did he have? 
Like eight. There you go. But okay, if the coaching staff's not going to, you think they're not going to get down by three touchdowns early to Buffalo? I just think they're going to ask pound the ball this week. I, I don't care. Either way, I'm yeah. taking Buffalo minus seven and a half. I am Great. taking the under on the 49 and a half points. I'm going to take Buffalo to win. I don't think the Browns are going to score. I'm going to take Buffalo to win. And uh, I'm going to take the over. I'm going to take over. This, I don't like that one. I'm going to take Buffalo to win as well. Oh, so after all of that, but after all of that, you guys all fucking agree with no, me. Well, because it's there. literally whether the fucking Cleveland offense hands Nick Chubb the ball. If they don't, if they did what they did last week, Correct. this game's not going to be. If they get down by 14 in the first fucking quarter again, which is probably going to happen because Josh Allen's not going to come out and put up another dud. Hopefully he does. Well, are you just so hard on this Bills train because it's making oh, Philadelphia you. look better? You're, you're hard on the Bills train, hard on the Tampa train. So no, it's just because maybe I'm not. The Bills. Well, here we go. Let's talk about your Philadelphia Eagles, who in the matter of one week went from being a consistent 10-plus point favorite to six against Jeff Saturday, Matt Ryan, and the Indianapolis Colts at Lucas Oil Stadium. The over-under in this game is 45 points and We'll let you talk about your almighty Eagles. I, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the over on this and I'm gonna take the Eagles giving up six and a half. Why? Why the over? Uh, why should I? I just think that it's gonna they're gonna both teams will put points up. I truly believe See, that. See, I don't know. I don't know if this Colts team yeah. is going to put up They'll very put up, many hey, points. Matty Ice is gonna put some points up. No, it the, wouldn't surprise me if Matt Ryan puts up three touchdowns in this game. Listen. But I think they're going to give up more than that. The Colts' strategy has to be very similar to Washington. It's going to be hand the ball off to Jonathan Taylor 35 times and pray. And try to keep them off the field. And try and keep them off the field. That's now, exactly obviously, what happened. Like, Philadelphia's moves this week, as in Nadama Kinsu, as in Linville Joseph, is probably to directly combat Jonathan Taylor and to combat the game's the strategy that Washington had against them last week, where it was run the ball 50 times and pray. Um, I think that will be more effective for the Eagles. I don't really see this Colts team having this miraculous win over Philadelphia. I'm going to take Philadelphia minus six and a half. I'm going to take the under in this because I don't see the Colts putting up 20 points this week. I just don't. Because realistically, there's a reason why Matt Ryan got benched the first time. I don't think he's just going to be solid the rest of the way. I think they're going to have some issues. And I don't think Jeff Saturday is this is the next Mike Ditka like everybody's thinking he is right now. Why so do give you, me the Eagles. Why do you hate Matt Ryan so much? Because Matt Ryan's not that great. Matt Ryan's not a yeah, good Yeah, but neither is Ryan Tannehill. I don't like Ryan Tannehill either. Yeah, but... I mean, Ryan like, Tannehill's had one good game all year. Besides, like, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, like, these guys, I mean, they're all average. Well, yes, but there's Mahomes average guys Allen. that you like, and there's average guys that you don't like. For example, I love watching Marcus Mariota play football. It is an entertaining game to watch. He is a guy who you can see is out there and a little bit hungry. I enjoy watching Derek Carr because he is hungry. I enjoy watching Taylor Heineke. Taylor Heineke. That, that game last week was so entertaining. And if you think that this Colts game with fucking Matt Ryan's wrinkly old nutsack is going to be anything like it I, I will Washington say this. Matt was, Ryan came out last week and was throwing dimes. That's great. He, he was Matty Dimes last that's week. That's great. He, he was dropping dimes week. on guys last he week. He had a great week. Correct. He had a great week. But you know I don't think that'll happen week? this week. And thank you. I know. Thank you. And God bless Bill Cower. 
Care to elaborate, or is that? Well, you, you God bless Bill like Cower. Bill Cower came out and had an absolute fucking meltdown. Now fuck him. He's about, a fucking douche. About a guy that has no college or professional coaching experience coming in and and trying to take over a team that the owner wants them to do, and he said it's a fucking travesty, and it, and it's and it hurts the art of coaching in the NFL. Well, guess what? I got some fucking news for Bill Cowher, okay? One, you're old and you're a has-been, so shut the fuck up, all right? This is against Saturday? Yeah. Two, wow. guess what, Bill Cowher? You got ran out of fucking town, okay? Oh, he didn't. Oh, didn't. You got ran he out of town in favor of Mike fucking Tomlin. He didn't get run out of town. He won a Super Bowl and he retired. He was old. Whatever. He's not that old. He ain't that much older than you. You're going to sit here and tell me he's oh, old. Oh, really? This guy, are we going to go there right now? He's 65. Listen, he looks like he's he could old. be on the fucking scumbag Hall of Fame. Okay? He ain't even retired 13 Bill years Cowher. ago. He Bill Cowher was a tough dude. He was younger dude. than you when he retired. I, I like Bill Cowher. Bill Cowher's a fucking douche. He always has been. He sucks. Bill Cowher His takes fight. suck. He wasn't that great of a fucking coach. Shit. He's shit. Bill Cowher can fight. Guess what? Jeff Saturday would whoop Bill Cowher's old wrinkly ass. Probably. Anyways, who are you picking in this fucking debacle of a Eagles, game? Eagles, man. Come on. Okay. Come on, baby. So you're going to sit here and tell me I'm a shit talker for Matt Ryan, and you're going to take the well, Eagles. Well, I, like, I like Matt Ryan. I don't I don't dislike him. Oh, well. Awful. Okay. Fucking awful. Moving on. I like Jalen Hurts more. Next up, we AJ have the Brown. New York Jets heading to Foxborough to play the Patriots. Patriots are three and a half point favorite. The over-under in this game is 38 and a half points. And here we go. Your team gangrene, so you can start us off. And your team Patriot. I don't know who you're going to pick in this game. I don't know who you have more of a hard on for this week. So let's see. He's going to go with the Patriots. I'm going to say this. This is usually that part of the year where Bill Belichick absolutely stymies guys, especially second-year head coaches. And I'm going to take the Patriots. And I'm going to take the over on this game. Oh, giving God. up to three and a half, and I'm going to take the over. Yeah. Yep, it's in New England. Yep. Yeah, I'm going with Patriots. Okay. I hate Zach Milfson. I hate Zach Wilson too. I don't think Zach Wilson. I, I don't like Zach. I personally I do not like Zach Wilson yeah, at all. He can That's sit, just my he can opinion. I think he's a. I think he's. I don't think he's very good. No. I would much rather see Trey Lance. The I would ghost. take Trey Lance. Over. I would most Flacco. rather see the ghost of uh, Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco than than fucking Zach Wilson. Hey, Joe Flacco. Right. Another good. Call. Here's the deal. Patriots offense is extremely one dimensional. Mac Jones hasn't looked like himself since he came back. He's not very good throwing the football. The Patriots wide receivers are not that good. Ramondre Stevenson is the only fucking thing this team has. I think that the Jets have a solid enough front seven to stop Ramondre Stevenson. Um, Zach Wilson's not going to have to do all that much in order to win this game. Realistically, I think Michael Carter's probably going to have a pretty nice day. That's the first time I'll ever compliment you fantasy-wise. But... I think that the Jets' offense is going to look a little bit more refreshed than it has, and I, I don't think that the Patriots' offense— Patriots are at home, and guess what? They don't lose to the division opponents. No, no, no. Hold on. Tom Brady doesn't lose the division opponents at home. Patriots. Mac Jones. Patriots. Mac Jones. The New England Patriots were not one person. Listen, if the Patriots truly want to win this game, they throw in what's that third 
string fucking quarterback. Bailey Zappi? Bailey Zappi. They want to truly win this game. Well, I got news for you. If you're going to sit here and say that the New England Patriots don't lose division games at home, this week they play the Jets at home, who they beat by a touchdown two weeks ago. Correct. Then on December 1st they play Buffalo and, and they were at home. And then on New Year's Day they play Miami at home. Can't wait. They'll lose Can't two wait. Of those I'm, three. I'm so excited because that should be nine wins. And once that's nine wins, guess what? Mm. I win. You what do you win? You don't even remember what you win. Yeah, I win. What do you win? That's it. Uh, I you win. just win. It ain't gonna happen. No, you get and you two. You think the Patriots are gonna beat the Jets this week? Then go to Minnesota and win, and then beat play Buffalo at home and win. The bets at eight games, right? And it's nine. It's a nine. I don't care. I'm okay. taking the Patriots, giving up the three and a half give and the, over thirty eight. Give me the Jets to cover, Jets to win, and I'm gonna take the under. Because this six and a half feet of snow that's going through Buffalo is just going to keep on heading to east. So, anyway. you guys both took the Jets? No, we took New Oh, England. you guys both took New England? Yeah, you both need your heads examined. Okay. Uh, the Los Angeles Rams head into New Orleans to play the Saints. Saints are a three-point favorite. The over-under is 39. And my God, how the mighty have fallen. Um, Matt Stafford didn't play last week. Um and whoever the fuck it was that played quarterback for the for the Rams, I mean, I what was his name? I genuinely don't. I, I don't know. Hillsdale. He was so irrelevant to me name? that I don't remember. I don't oh, even know John Wolford. Wolford. John Wolford. Good old John Wolford. Um, okay. Cooper Cup's out for the year. That's all we need to say. That's it. Take the Saints. I would take three. the Saints. The under. Yep. Minus three. Yep, Saints minus three in the under. Absolutely. Rams Rams are dead in the water until something happens. So Matt Stafford can play. Right. And he has somebody Even, to throw guess to. Guess what? Even if Stafford plays this week, I'd, I'd still take the Saints. Well, yeah, because Cup's out. Yeah, I mean, do you really think Ben Skronik is the next Cooper Cup? I don't know. Uh, some people do. Next up, the Detroit Lions at three and six head to New York to play the Giants. At seven and two, the Giants are a field goal favorite, and the over/under is forty-five. And honest to God, I am surprised that the Giants are only a three-point favorite in this. But they're, I'll giving, let, they're giving Detroit their due. I will let Bruce pick this one before I give my thoughts. So go ahead, bud. I'm going to take the Lions. <laughs> okay. Um, and because, like you said, because I agree with you, New York is nothing special. The only thing that you really have to stop is Saquon Barkley. So if the Lions... <laughs> what? What? I'm just listening to you. Go ahead. Uh, laugh. Fucking do I whatever the fucking hell you want to do. Dumbass. Finish. If they can figure out a way to just stop Saquon Barkley, <laughs> send like the troops in, okay, then I think you have a pretty close game here. I, 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 you know what? I fucking agree with you. But put nine guys in the box. Load that bitch. Put, load it up. It stops Saquon Barkley. But make Daniel Jones exactly. try to beat you. But exactly. but Darius Slayton will catch a 91-yard touchdown and win this fucking game. Uh, there's an even bigger but. I mean, okay. yes, it's a great, great in theory to sit there and say, oh, yeah, you know what? The Lions are going to go out and put nine guys in the box. Not that I knew who those guys are. Um I mean, yeah, it'll be great to have Alex Anzalone uh, being, you know, stacking the box, ready to Damn. fucking rush, ready to 
hammer okay. Saquon Listen, Barkley. The best he could do is at least make his presence known. <laughs> Guess fucking what? It doesn't matter. You could give the Lions the Giants fucking playbook, and there's not one person in this defense that's going to stop Saquon Barkley. Give me the Giants. Keep give, giving up three. Give I me the under. I, I don't agree with that. What? I don't agree with that. You think Saquon can just do it by himself? No. No, I don't. I mean, the Giants are 7-2. and two. So Correct. we're going to sit here and say... Brian Dabo's a good coach. I like that, it. That's great. I You've like blown it. him for the last two weeks. I get it. But we're going to sit here and I, talk okay. about... This is going to be a close game. You guys are going to sit here and talk about... Saquon Barkley can't do it on his own? I mean, when when did I, when did Daniel Jones become Joe fucking Montana? They have not I, had I, one receiver. I, they have not had one fucking wide receiver worth a fuck yet this year. Not one. Darius Slayton. Okay. Darius Slayton has about as much talent as a couple of my Daniel Jones does Let's, enough for them to get in position to, to hand win. the ball off to Correct. Saquon. So don't sit here and say Saquon do it by himself. Because guess what? Because I, I think I think the Lions secondary can take. Since when? They did it once. Dude, it's a process. I, you know what? They're building. You know what? You have I, I'm gonna, I I'm those gonna guys give you that. I'm gonna give, you know what, Bruce? I'm gonna give you the benefit of the doubt of this. I, I'm also gonna take the Lions in this. Oh my I'm gonna take the under, and I'm gonna take that three points. We just lost any credibility that we had left. Okay, truly, we okay. lost any credibility we had left. Okay. If you guys can both sit here and tell me, you know, the Lions, he said this last week. The Lions he won two games in a row. Oh yeah, and until they fucking lose, I'm gonna take the Lions. When, when, honest to God, when do you think the last time the Listen, Lions won three in a row? He can sit here and say it about Justin Fields. 2017. We talk about the Lions. 2017, oh. they won three in a row. If that's what you're wondering. Hold on. It's right here. There's an article about it. 2017. 2017. Well, they won three games in a row. You were yeah. right. Yeah, I know yeah. that. And so you think that against I, 72 I got a Giants. I got a feeling... Who you have done nothing but praise. You have done nothing but deep throat Brian Dabo for the last 21 days. I think he's done a great job there. I really do. And you, so you, and and I truly think he's done it with a less talented offense than Detroit has. Agree wholeheartedly. His defense, the defense is better than Detroit's defense. Absolutely. Yeah. Which everybody else's is good. But we've seen that the Detroit offense can go up against the offense. best. Can go up against the best, <laughs> the best in this league. You laughing he right now? At that. They, they had a shootout with Washington, yeah. a shootout with fucking Philly. They their offense can put points up. And you have a you have two hungry quarterbacks because they're fu- or running backs. You want to know? They're fighting for uh, playtime. You want to know what was great when their offense went toe to toe with Bailey Zappi? Yeah. Hmm. You want to know what was great? Bailey Zappi was pretty want, good. And I will say this: he's pretty good. That is the most. Better than Mac Jones, in my opinion. The most, you know, it was great. Non-ready time I've ever seen a Lions come into a game. You want to know it was great? You want to know it was fabulous? Yeah. When they went toe to toe with Tony Pollard, who is half the running back that Saquon Barkley is. Half out of everybody they've played this year, they have not played one bell cow fucking running back outside. Of fucking Delvin Cook, Aaron and they Jones. fucking lost. Aaron Jones broke his fucking leg, supposedly, sure and then came back the okay. next week. Yeah. They have not played Hold one on. bell cow running back. Last week, you said, wow, the Lions defense actually stepped up, and it looked pretty mm-hmm. good. The rookies are playing better. They yep. actually looked like good that. against Washington. Yeah. Has- so They played Washington so, three so, months ago. So Okay, so if that, if they're, they're in tune now. They're getting in tune now. 
If anything, they're better than they were at the beginning of the season. They're getting in tune now. They let Chicago score 30 fucking points on them. What, what, we're still got, still got the dub, though. So. Well, yes, but you're, 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 see, you go apples and oranges. You're a typical Lions fan. Oh, the defense is getting so no, much better. No, I don't think. You let I, Chicago, I think who's that had erectile dysfunction up until the last two games, put up 30 on you. Oh, still got a dub, though. They did, they've There's done a difference they did the between Dallas. getting a dub and having a Dallas has a top the five The Chicago Bears defense. feature 49ers, by the way, bud. Yeah, I'm aware. In week one, yeah. guess what? This same Detroit Lions team that lost 29-0 to New England was a field goal away from beating your almighty Eagles. So let's not talk about this. And Washington beat your Eagles as well as the Lions. So that means actually that Dan means Campbell. the Lions. Dan Campbell gave Washington a game. No. Yes, no, the we, Lions we beat yeah. Washington. No, the but Lions Dan Campbell. Won. Dan Campbell's the reason why they lost the fucking following game. The Lions beat Washington, and Washington beat Philadelphia. So, with your guys' logic, the Lions are better than the Eagles. I didn't say that. Lions are the favorite in the NFC. Still got the dub, though. I just this got is a feeling totally out of the Giants field. this week. I don't know what. At the year. end of the day, you guys, neither of you can tell me right now how they stop Saquon Barkley. I just told you. Stuffing the fucking box. Bruce. So how? When have they done Stuffed that? The box. When did they stuff the box this year? Yeah. Because last week, I'm pretty sure Justin Fields ran for 150 yards almost. So that was that was a great that's job a little, of stuffing the box. That's a little yeah, different. But they lost. Why is that different? Because he's a quarterback. But guess what? Stopping the run. Hey, stopping hey, the run. The only thing that scares me in this game, and I'm gonna be honest with you, Daniel Jones running the football. Fucking a! I, mean, I, I don't, dis- I don't anybody, disagree. Anybody, I, I, I don't like I'm an idiot. I don't know. I'm, I'm agreeing. I with don't you. disagree. Either. Daniel Jones can run. Saquon fucking. I mean, we're sitting here talking about Saquon Barkley like he's fucking uh, Raheem Mozart. Are Are you kidding? Saquon listen, Barkley has made listen, defenses much last much. Week, they were all over Justin Fields. Now Justin Fields is very. Very talented. Football too. He's fast and he's very talented in and out of the pocket. Okay, but those Lions defensemen were David all Montgomery over him. They just couldn't stop him because he's by the number two overall okay. pick. Guess what? This this Giants defense <laughs> held Derrick Henry to eighty-two yards. Like, let's stop here. You need to use a little bit of logic. What are the Lions going to do to score? You know what? We're just having hope, man. We're having That's hope. That's fine. For you can hope team. all you want. It's not hope. It's being optimistic. Yeah, there's yeah. a difference between hope and op. There's a difference between knowledge and optimism. And my God, okay, that was awesome. I'm going to take. Hey, five. this is the I'm game. This is what's five. awesome about the game of football. Yeah, because nobody makes the, the Giants right call. could go out there and lay a giant fucking egg, a giant fucking egg. Yeah, that's what's awesome. You know what's also awesome about football? The Bills could come Thursday and lay a fucking giant egg on the field. Wouldn't that, it be, what would you wouldn't be, it be saying? Great if they win or next. Gotta love the game of football because it could go either way, baby. We're we're sitting here talking about a Lions team who has wins over the Commanders in Week Two. The Packers, who, for all intents and purposes, somehow last week strung something together, but then disproved all of that again last night, and the Bears. The, they have one quality win this year, it, the Bears. And we're sitting and here talking way, about how— by the way, Dan Campbell gave away the Minnesota game. They should be 3-0. and Doesn't matter. It's not a they win. They should be 3-0 in the division right not now. Not a dub, though. Bullshit. Not they a dub, though. I, I get that. They should be 3-0 so in the division. We so, knew this. So we knew this before, coming into the season. Okay. Gotta win your division right. before you so, do anything else. So we're gonna sit here. We all knew I'm this. saying we is, knew this. All so, I'm saying is, it's nice to see them winning some fucking games, and maybe they could, they, you know, if they get their shit together, which they've been doing a little bit week in and week out, there's a chance they could win this game, man. 
God. Let's move on because it's, there's there's a chance. Yep. There's a fucking chance. There's a chance Santa Claus is real and he's going to. It's just like an election. It's just like an election in America. There's always a chance, but always a chance. Yep. Yeah. You're Anyways, the Carolina Panthers are going to Baltimore to play the Ravens. The Ravens are a 13 point favorite. The over under is 41 and a half. Um, that that's a massive line, a 13 point favorite for Baltimore. That that's huge. I don't like it. And I don't like it. Baltimore's won three straight. They won. I, I get that, but they haven't been. Uh... Convincing. No. No, no they I agree with that. Um, and I'm not sold on the Ravens. One, because I don't trust any of their running backs to stay healthy. Two, they don't. They still don't have a wide receiver. We can talk about it every week, but they don't. And three, Mark Andrews' health is still in question. Four, Lamar Jackson is iffy on if he's going to play or not, depending on how he feels. Um, give me the Panthers to cover. Ultimately, I think Baltimore will win, but I'm going to take the Panthers to cover. And under. over under a 41 and a half, I'm going to pound the under on that. I agree. the Ravens I agree you know if you had half of the take on any other team that you do on the Detroit Lions you you'd just be, you'd be an absolute staple because there's only one team I truly love and that's the Detroit Lions you want to know what's funny just jumping back real quick and this is the last thing I'll say he was so ready to absolutely body Jared Goff Damn I, I oh, hold on oh, hold on shut the fuck up he was so ready to body the entire organization. I and he gave still up. don't like Jared And then Goff. they somehow steal a win against fucking Chicago. And Aaron Rodgers looks like he's fucking senile. And next thing we know, oh my God, they've got the perfect plan to stop Saquon Barkley and they're going to beat the 72 you know Giants. Because you love the Bears. The Lions, there's no fucking way they're going to win. And you love the Giants. I will kiss your bear You'll ass. You'll kiss my bear ass if the Lions beat the fucking Bears, man. Yep. That's why. Pucker up. Uh, yeah, you're right. I'll sit here. You know what? I'm going to make another bold prediction right now. Before, before Can we move on? on? No, I'm going to make a bold prediction. Okay. Lions will finish this year with five wins. So pick it. If you want it to be the Giants, that's fine. But they'll finish the year with five wins. Okay. Um, moving on. The Washington Commanders head into Houston to play the Texans. Washington is a three-point favorite. The over-under is four and one-half points. And Houston's lost four straight. Washington coming off Lovey a big Smith. win against Philadelphia. Lovey um, Smith. Yeah. I, I'm, you know... Houston had a real good game plan for the Giants last week, just like the Lions do this week. They, they only lost 16 to blew 24. Right at the end. Uh, so this game is real simple. I think the Commanders are are red hot right now. I I'll be honest. I think Heineke Taylor Heineke really is well. undefeated. Taylor Heineke's undefeated. They have a good strategy. I am going to take Washington to win this game. Uh, that over under a 40 and a half. Listen. The Commanders aren't a team that's going to put up a ton of points. Yes, they put up 32 against Philadelphia, but one of those was a last-minute bullshit touchdown. hook and ladder right, touchdown. The, yeah, the the Texans can't put up any points. They put up they'll put up 14. So you're going to take the under. I'm going to take the under in that game. I agree. Yeah, I agree. The under, under 40 and a half, giving up to three points to uh, Texans. I'll take the Commanders. Um, this game gets a crown on it. Because this hey, cruise, who are you taking? Oh, my bad. Who am I taking? I'm taking the Commanders. I don't think they're red hot. I think they're hot, and I just think Houston is okay. actually bad. So, 
Yeah, they'll be per- Houston will shoot they'll themselves. They'll be per- in the pick it first overall. They keep it up. In the first four o'clock game, the loss, the two and seven Las Vegas Raiders head into Denver to play the three and six Broncos in a game that could quite possibly be crowned as shit show of the year because both of these teams, for lack of a better word, are awful. I'm going to tell you what, dude. After what transpired from last week, we got to see what Raider team takes the field. Mm -hmm. Is it that team that utterly pounded who was it they played they pounded houston. them in submission i can't remember they who played it was. houston they won no it was early 20. in the year it wasn't houston it was somebody else somebody it's good the only other w denver they won they beat denver 32 to 23 this isn't this yeah. may not be a shit show oh no i, I you have a, you have a just got to see which team Derek shows Carr, up here and you have a broncos d who's not going to want to lose this game i don't care this game yeah. i i you have a hunger i like Derek. the broncos in this game so do i and I like the over on this game, not the under. Over. Jesus. Um, let's 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 talk about how awful both these teams are. They've both lost four or five. Vegas's win was over Houston. Denver's win was at Jacksonville. It's they both lost to the Colts. I mean, this is this is just awful. It's a ba- it's the toilet bowl. I'm sorry. This is officially the toilet bowl. Um, yeah, but the fact that it's the toilet bowl means it could be a very – it's such Jacob a bad game. 800 yards rushing game. in this toilet bowl. Here. Yes, but here's the thing. I don't, Over 800 yards. He's not going to do that against the Denver defense, right? He's not. You would assume I don't not. He's not. And the Broncos, I mean, they're missing Jerry Judy now. I don't think it matters who the Broncos play. Their offense is still kind of inept. And the Raiders' offense is inept against a good defense. Well, which one of these teams are going to wake up? Is it going to be Denver? Or is it going to be the Raiders? I, I would them. say I would say Denver will probably. Denver's going to win on accident. I, they're going to win on it. Yeah. Well, I just think they're just going to win, just because I think the Raiders there's more turmoil there than what people think. Uh, give me Denver minus two and a half. Give me the under. Yeah. Give I'm going to go over. So we're all taking Denver. Uh, yeah, I, I can't. I can't. I just think Denver's D is going to win them. The I game. can't with you. Can't pick the Raiders until you see something change. I, I got to see Derek Carr at least uh, either After go off or down. kill himself. One of the well, two. that's the whole thing. One yeah. of two things is going to happen this week. He's going to either the Raiders are going to mind or they're going to win. Either he, they're going to look worse than they have all year, right? Or they're going to have it turned around. Well, we don't know. We're going to have to see. I'm not betting on the fact that they turn it around. This next game. Mm. Uh, this next game, in my opinion, is the game of the week at 425 p.m., which doesn't bode well. The Dallas Cowboys no. are going into Minneapolis. No, 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 no. To play the Vikings. The Cowboys are a one-and-a-half-point favorite. The over-under is 48-and-a-half points, and unfortunately, the Cowboys at six and three versus the Vikings at eight and one. And as much as I love the Vikings, and as good as I think they are, I am taking the Cowboys not only to cover but to win because Kirk Cousins, huh? Four twenty-five. Four twenty-five. Four twenty-five. That's all I'm going to say. Kirk Cousins only wins at one o'clock. And if he has to play a game later than one o'clock, he don't win. 
It, I'm hoping he will break the curse. I would love to see. I would the love to see it, but I, I'm not too confident. I, in it. I'm not, not either. Like to see them. And you know what? That's one of those weird stats. That's one of those superstitions that, for some reason, bodes true every time. Yeah. So I am taking the Cowboys to win. I am going to take, honest to God, over. No, I'm gonna take the over. I got a feeling both of them will be able to put points up. I'm, I'm yeah, not, you know what? I I'm not gonna right. touch the under on that. But no way. Honest to God, they I, played... I know that I know the Vikings could put up no. 24 points. I'm taking the under. Okay. I'm gonna take the under. Right. The last primetime game that Cousins played was Monday night at Philadelphia, which is a good defense, and they were only able to put up seven. I don't care. The superstition is real. Take Dallas. Yeah, but I, I take think Minnesota's is a lot better than they were then. Yes, but it's Kirk Cousins. Right. Yeah, Kirk but Cousins that, don't right. look like a fucking half brain. All right. It's at four o'clock. I just can't. Re- do it. Hey, just remember he's going up against Mike McCarthy. That's all I'm gonna say. I you know that's you a, gotta remember Green Bay. And look how they shit to bed. Hey, what do you look, mean? Remember look Green how they Bay? Shit to bed last week, dude. Who? Dallas. Well, yeah. They were fucking awful. Dak Prescott gave fucking the team that game. Yeah, you don't want to know what? I, what I was thinking about that. That's why Aaron Rodgers played so good last week. He just wanted to rub his dick in Mike McCarthy's face a little. He bit. hates Mike McCarthy. Yeah. That's all He's that not was. the only one. And then he I went believe back every, the whole city week. of fucking Green Bay hates I Mike think McCarthy. so, too. I, you know what? It's, I think the Cowboys are the better team. I think the Cowboys, if they were playing at any other, at 1 o'clock, I think the Vikings would win. Vikings, better team, better record, better quarterback, better yeah. running back. I'm still taking the over on court. this. I, I got a feeling they're going to put up more points than 48 between the two of them. I think it's going to be bad. Give me the okay. Cowboys and the under. Okay. I want Minnesota to lose so bad. Why? Because they're just in our division. <laughs> we got no chance. Of it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Listen, they can the, drop that and lose if every the Lions game. Ain't in it, what? Hold on. The Lions ain't hey. in it. I don't want fucking Green Bay. I don't want Minnesota. Hey, I don't want Chicago. Hey, you fucking dunce. Listen to me. This is not the Bruce's opinion fucking I don't like the NFC North show. Pick the game based yeah, on who is. you think is going to... No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Pick the game based I on who you think is going to win. I make it that way. I'll make it on that way real that fucking way. quick. So oh, pick God. the game. I'm taking the Vikings, but I hope Dallas fucking buries their ass. I hear you. I hear you, <laughs> Anyway. So you think Kirk Cousins is going to break the yeah. curse? Because okay. Because that Monday night game wasn't at 1 o'clock. Okay. This isn't at 1 o'clock. I know. It's 425. 430. He doesn't win at 425. did he play on the Monday night game? He lost to Philadelphia, and they only oh, put up a touchdown. Shit, right. That's what I've been saying. For the that's last what he just said, dude. Fuck. That's why you we made both your bet. You already Dallas. picked him. Next no, up, no, that's not how it works. Give me Dallas. Okay. Next up, the Cincinnati Bengals are heading to an in division rivalry in Pittsburgh at 4:30 p.m. The Bengals three and a half point favorite over the Steelers. Over under is 41. Let me say, I, I, I'm going over. Yeah. And I'm taking the Bengals, giving up to three and a half. I'm taking the Bengals, too. Uh, they they put a, an over. They put a molly whopping on Carolina last week, and I know the Steelers might have some momentum. Listen, listen to me. Carolina is very comparable to Pittsburgh. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, they both run the football. They both play good defense. And you, you've seen run the what absolutely happened to them. And I got a feeling this is where the Bengals get hot. And yep. they have to get hot to stay in with, with, uh, with Baltimore. Baltimore. Yeah, I agree. I mean, they got Pittsburgh, and then they got Tennessee, Kansas City, and Cleveland again. Kansas, listen to this schedule for the Bengals going forward. At Pittsburgh, at Tennessee, 
at home against Casey, at home against Cleveland again, who they lost to 32 to 13, at Tampa, at New England, at home against Buffalo, at home against Baltimore. That is not easy. That is an absolute. That's a juggernaut schedule. That is a gauntlet. So they got to pick up a win this week. They must. Give me Cincinnati minus three and a half. uh, Over under a 41. Shit. I'm going over. I'm going to go over too because I think the Bengals will have a big week again. Give me the Steelers, baby. Okay. Any reasoning? Kenny Pickett show, baby. You're just feeling it, baby. You're just feeling feeling it, it, Bruce. And isn't. isn't this his second week back? Who's second uh, week back? Watt. TJ Watt. Is, yes. Yes, he is the second week back. And the Bengals are without Jamar Chase still. He will not Correct. be playing this week. Correct. So, I think Joe Mixon's going to have an absolute fucking day. Congratulations. Good. Depends on um, which Steeler defense shows up. Yellow, black Next yellow. up on Sunday Night Football, we have the Kansas City Chiefs heading to Los Angeles to play the 5-4 and four Chargers. The Chiefs are a 5.5-point favorite. The over-under is 52 in this game. I am taking the over. I'll say that much. Keenan Allen's status for the game is still questionable. Mike Williams' status for the game is still questionable. I don't think that matters as far as the over-under goes. I think both these teams will put up substantial amounts of points. But I think... The Chiefs are leaps and bounds better than the Chargers right now, especially with their health. Chargers, if even if you take the wide receiving core out of it, the Chargers' defensive front is absolutely depleted, and I think the Chiefs will take advantage of that. I expect Isaac Pacheco to have a big game. I expect guys like Kadarius Toney to have their big breakout week, mostly because Chiefs are missing Nicole Hardman and possibly Juju Smith-Schuster. But I still like the Chiefs to fucking win this game in a track meet. I like the under in this game. The under and the Chiefs giving up the five and a half. Hey, you want to know something? Yeah. Picking the under in this game might have been worse than picking the Lions to beat the Giants. Here's the reason why I'm picking the under. I truly believe what you said was right. The Chargers defensive front is decimated. Mm -hmm. And the receiving core for Kansas City is a little bit in question. Doesn't matter. So I, I, I... I feel that Kansas City will win this game. I just don't see them putting up more than 52 points between the two of them. Really? I just don't. No, I don't. The because least... if Keenan Allen doesn't play and and if Mike Williams doesn't play, this will be a pretty pretty even game here for, for the Chiefs to just dominate it. Yeah, it, they will yeah. absolutely fucking dominate it. And yeah. I think it will be the Austin Eckler show for the Chargers. Oh, I do too. Yeah. I got a feeling both of these teams are going to run the ball, which will shorten the game up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, still, I yeah. think give me the over and give me the Chiefs five and a half okay. point favorite. Bruce. I mean, come on, KC. Okay. And that that would put the Chargers at five hundred, and they were one of our Super Bowl picks. Super Bowl picks. <laughs> it was one of my favorites. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's too just bad. a shame. I mean, they were fluttered with injury. Herbert's yeah. still injured, and he's not out there playing. So. Next up on Monday Night Football, we have the 49ers heading to Arizona to play the Cardinals. The 49ers are an eight-point favorite. The over-under in this game is 43 and one-half point. And the Chargers are on a two-game win streak against both Los Angeles teams. And the Cardinals beat the Rams last week. So, big whoop. (laughs) You said the Chargers? Oh, excuse me. 49ers beat both LA teams in the last two weeks. Um this game is in oh Jesus Christ! This game's in Mexico City. <laughs> um, 
I that changes a couple things for me. I think. Well, here's the thing: Arizona borders the the, the border, and what? So does San Francisco. San Francisco. So I, don't, I don't think either. What? San Francisco is like six hours from the uh, border. And, no, because it's it's right by California. Is this is basically just like the border the, of Mexico. This is just like the California state. California is basically the border of. It's one of the borders to Mexico. Yeah, correct. But San Francisco is yeah all, all the way where <laughs> Kentucky is. Actually, it's Santa Clara. Um, it's essentially where Kentucky is. Anyway, from the, the Mexico. This is, I will say this. This is like his drive from L.A. to yeah. Uh, the, this to game, Vegas. this the game drive from uh, is going to be very LA hard to Vegas. To pick. Drive from Oakland to Vegas is, is two hours. Oakland? Eight hours later. <laughs> Are you going to make a pick or sure? You can talk more about sure. geography. I'm this going to take uh, the Cardinals in this, <gasps> getting the eight points, and the over. Well. Before you do that, Kyler Murray might not play. He's not playing? Maybe. They said he was playing. It's questionable. I don't care if he is or isn't. He's questionable. Well, I do care if he is or isn't. If he's playing, they'll win. I thought they, right. they we, said he was been playing. We've on and off the wagon all day, but you really fucking fell and hit your head on this one. Oh, have I? Yeah. It's an asshole. If Kyler Murray's playing, they have a very, very good chance of winning. Um. Well, either way, as I can research be able to play. this Kyler Murray thing. Uh, if Kyler Murray plays, I am taking the Cardinals ask. and the points. Um and the over. It, Kyler Murray will be a game time decision. Okay. Um I don't care whether or not Kyler Murray plays. I don't. The 49ers right now are my favorite team in the NFC. They are an eight point favorite. I think that's a little bit low. Give me the 49ers minus eight to win over under 43 and a half. I'm going to take the over because if Kyler does play, they will put up more points. If Kyler doesn't play, take the under because Colt McCoy will look like a a wet linguine noodle against this fucking 49ers defense. And Marquise, if, if Kyler Murray plays, De- DeAndre Hopkins isn't practicing because he has a hamstring injury. Kyler has a hamstring injury. Zach Ertz is out for the year. Marquise Brown is practicing but probably won't play. So your options as far as receivers for the Cardinals is Greg Dortch. Uh, Rondale Moore. Rondale Moore's back. And A.J. Green. And A.J. Green. Yeah. God me, bless A.J. Green. Give me the 49ers by 100. Yeah, I don't care. God bless A.J. Green. If... You know what? Let me tell you all something. This is a fucking divisional game. Can I make my pick first? Go ahead. And then, and then yeah, you Go ahead. That. So I don't care if the if – Cardinals are full strength. Yeah, no. I don't the 49ers are going to steamroll them, and I'm taking the 49ers. So, okay. This is a divisional game. Oh, divisional games are always close, hard-fought battle games. Okay. If if Kyler Murray is playing in this game, they have a really good chance of beating the 49ers. Why? Because he's because he's it's a divisional cute. game. Listen to me. I'm he's sick of that cute. fucking. Why? He's why hard to bring thing? down. Why all of a Their sudden defense is going to struggle trying you to... You hated the cuteness. Now you're all I, for it. I'm just saying this is what he is. This is what he is. And divisional games are usually you know, played tougher than the non-divisional If Kyler games. Murray were losing to, in his cuteness, he'd be saying the total opposite. You know, you guys, you guys, this <laughs> divisional thing. I don't, I don't, I agree, I'm, but I disagree because... I am because... the type of guy that sees teams come out differently when it's divisional games... Than when it's not. Listen to me. You always yes, come you out see, harder. You when see it's a those great divisional rivals. You see those great divisional rivals in like 
the I NFC said, East. The, Den- the Denver the AFC game. North. The Denver Raider game. That's a divisional game. That is going to be a hard-fought game. Yes. Because a loser of that game goes in the toilet. But guess what? There's already one team in the toilet. Okay. So when you're in the toilet, you're in the fucking toilet. Okay. It doesn't matter if you're playing a divisional game, if you're playing a fucking German team, if you're playing a high school team. When you're in the toilet, you're in the fucking toilet. And guess what? The Cardinals are very close to being in the fucking toilet. The only thing keeping them out is Hopkins and Kyler Murray. Exactly. And if neither of them play, it'll be an absolute. It'll be over by the end of the first. Well, I, I will say this. I will say this. I think. I think the game is going to be in Mexico City. You can't give anybody a home field advantage. And I think that it's, it's going to be a hard fought game. I you, really do. You said that the 49ers were bordering Mexico, so I thought they had a home field. Uh, they all do. I and guarantee Arizona you there's more 49ers fans down there than there is Cardinals fans. Really? Guaranteed. I don't know about that. Guaranteed. Okay. I feel like down there they like the California teams more. Okay. Than... Yeah, you're from Mexico, Bruce. You, you and a aficionado on Mexico right now? I think, well, hold on. No, if, if you okay. want to talk about this realistically, if you, when you think of teams that Mexico's a fan base of, you think yeah. of the Raiders, the Niners, and the Cowboys. Okay. Is that wrong? Look at all the. Yeah. And who, who, who's close enough to that? Then the 49. What are they then? I, I don't, who would you I say Mexico's no teams are? Uh, you'd be surprised. A lot of Detroit fans of Mexico that I know. There is a. God, I mean. There's a big I, following. I must have, I must there's been there's a big following of Detroit Lions fans. Is. I must have been asleep when everybody on this show became the Detroit Lions. You guys are bandwagon. You guys are both fucking bandwagon. There is nobody here of the biggest bandwagon. First of all, you are the biggest I can't be a bandwagon of all you time. Can, he can't be a bandwagon, and you can't be a bandwagon because we live. He's Detroit. the biggest. No, bandwagon I hate the Lions. I, I can't I just like if the you love the he Lions, went to be a diehard yes, New England Patriot fan. To drop them off the face of the earth. No, again, I'm a realist. Guess what? The a Patriots, realist? The Patriots no, you're a aren't bandwagon good. jumper. No, I'm not. You're like all these people that love the Golden State Warriors oh, in the NBA. Nobody <laughs> in 30 fucking years ever liked the Golden State Warriors. You can't name five people on their fucking team past Steph Curry. I'm not a Warriors fan. So I know I'm, That's what I just, mean. It's a bandwagon fucking issue. I've been a fan of two NFL teams my whole life. Oh. Patriots and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. No, that's you a lie. Are that's probably the biggest lie. bandwagon here. Nobody liked the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Correct. I nobody I followed liked the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. No, nobody I liked became, them when they were good. I became a fan of Tampa Bay when Tom Brady went there. I followed uh, Tom Brady. Yeah, but you, you still jumped off. No, I did you not. You jumped off the fucking Bandwagon of the New England Patriots. Hold on. Hold on. You were the big Patriot pusher. Yeah, okay. You don't want to know what's fucked up about this? <laughs> Guess who his favorite team is right now? The eight and one Philadelphia Eagles. So you want to sit here and talk about bandwagon yeah, jumping? Yeah, and you, you like mean? the Jets and yeah, New the England Jets, and... the Giants, and the Eagles. The three best records Why? in football. I, I liked I liked what the Eagles did this year. That's I, fair. I, I like I liked the New York Jets long before this year. I was a big Jack guy. I was gang green all the way for a long time, for a long time. And the Giants, I thought, have done a tremendous job. Brian Dabo's done a great job, great draft. Love the young talent they got on their team. They got two of the best young 
talented guys in the league on their team this year. I'll just say it's interesting that you're going to call me a bandwagoner when my favorite team is currently 500, and somehow out of nowhere, all three of your favorite teams have the three best records in football. Hold on, that, I'm the bandwagoner. That, I hate Philadelphia. I hate the Jets. I hate the Giants. I don't like any of them. I can't stand either of them. None of them. But I at least will sit here and say the Giants are going to beat the Lions this week. Okay. Okay. Still don't like them. There's and I still think you though. have Brian Dabo all over your chin that you need to clean you can like You can like a team. But, like, you like the Giants, correct? But you yeah. also like New England. Yeah. I'm not buying like fucking jerseys Jets. and fucking going to their games. Okay, but who do you? Who is your biggest fan out of the three? Out of who? Out of the three that I just said. The Jets, Giants, Patriots. Who would be and my? Eagles. I'll, I'll throw Eagles in there. Say that again? Out of those four teams, who's your team? I like the Baltimore Ravens. Okay. It's got Lamar Jackson in one anyway, hand and John Harbaugh in the other. You can Brian like Dabo in this Listen hand and Nick Sirianni like, in that it's one. Not, that's not what I'm saying. That is exactly when, what This is saying. what I'm saying. Somebody went to, let's go to New England and watch a fucking game. Okay. And what okay. jersey? Hold on. And now, I would went, not go I, there because Tom Brady's not there. I went to New England to see a game this year. Against who was, my hometown who was, team. Who was playing in that Detroit game? Detroit Lions. And whose no, jersey did no, it? No, somebody else. Bailey's that. No, I went to the Detroit oh, New England game in New England. Yeah, and what yeah. jersey that did I right. wear? That is right. And what jersey did I wear? I have no idea. A Julian fucking Edelman Patriots jersey. Okay. So everybody can blow no me. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the Tip Balls podcast. Bad way. Make sure to follow our socials Instagram at Tip Balls, Twitter at Tip Balls, TikTok at Tip Balls Podcast. If you are listening to us on Spotify or Apple Music, make sure to check us out on YouTube and hit that subscribe button. Thank you guys so much for listening. We will be back next week. It's the week of Thanksgiving, so we are going to have a Thanksgiving special on Wednesday. <laughs> I just choked on myself. It's talking too fast. God, Thank you guys so much for listening. Have a good weekend. God, bless God bless Chris Mullins. Who the fuck is Chris Mullins? Who's Chris Mullins? You no, mean Mike, Mike Mullins? Drop. Mike drop. <laughs> oh, my perfect. We'll